Welcome to NetHone's Darknet Summary. NetHone is a fintech company that fights online transaction fraud using its proprietary software solution. In order to keep clients safe, we keep track of what's happening in the darknet, the sometimes murky underbelly of the web where fraudsters exchange the tools and knowledge to plan their criminal activities. That's why we've created this podcast, to share with you what our experts have found during their investigations. In the latest Darknet summary, we'll look into the ongoing war in Ukraine and how it is leading to a global rise in credit card fraud. In what is now a war that has been raging for over 100 days, Western countries have responded in numerous ways, including turning to financial sanctions against Russia. It is these sanctions that have severely impacted transactions and trade between Russia and the West, with many companies deciding to leave the country. The immediate economic impact is being felt by people who now find themselves being made redundant as companies pack up and leave Russia. But it is also this group of people that are likely to turn to cybercrime in order to supplement their incomes. They aim to continue taking advantage of Western-based services that no longer accept Russian payments. Here to explain more about the latest dark web developments related to credit card fraud is NetOne's intelligence specialist, Michal Barbash. Ever since Western financial sanctions were introduced against Russia, there has been a clear impact on the country's economy and ability to trade. On the other hand, the rise in credit card fraud since then has gone up quite significantly. There is a sign that such sanctions have not dented cybercrime originating from within Russia. In fact, there has been an overall sharp rise in fraudulent activities. There are numerous reasons for this development. Firstly, many of the people that have become unemployed were highly skilled tech workers. In order to continue earning money, there are those that have turned to credit card fraud simply to earn money, and quickly. Just like we saw during the COVID-19 pandemic when many people found themselves unemployed due to lockdowns, the economic conditions resulted in many people turning to online fraud in order to make money quickly. Despite the illegality of it all, some felt desperate enough to try. The same socio-economic conditions are now visible in Russia. The IT sector, for example, was filled with highly skilled individuals. Finding employment when Western-imposed financial sanctions grip the country can be tough, but applying IT skills to cybercrime has resulted in quick gains for many, and the rise in carding fraud originated from Russia. It must be noted that those that turn to carding fraud also see compromised payment cards as a feasible way to finance e-commerce purchases abroad and a method to pay for digital services that no longer accept Russia-issued cards. After years of access to world goods and services, many are unwilling to give up these lifestyle essentials. Therefore, it can be said that carding is a quick way around sanctions, if you know how to commit online fraud. If you don't know how to do it, you can always go to Russian language forums and buy defrauded merchandise from fraudsters. In fact, such defrauded products can also be found on legal Russian eBay-like shops. Mihao, are there any indications that Russia will turn to cybercrime in order to make up for economic losses due to Western sanctions? There has always been enough suspicion in fraud intelligence circles that the Russian state and law enforcement agencies often turned a blind eye to fraudulent activities being carried out by Russian hackers when the targets were Western nations. We have covered this topic quite often in our podcast. There is an unwritten rule that Russian hackers cannot target Russian-speaking countries or law enforcement will take action. Also, with no extradition treaties in place with Western countries, Russian hackers, although identified, would rarely be sent to another country to face criminal charges. 
Now, this prospect seems even less likely than before. In fact, it is now likely that not only will the Russian state continue to turn a blind eye to Russian hacker activity, it may in fact encourage them to actively target Western countries. Russia is now at its highest level of confrontation with the West in decades. The Russian state now considers targeting foreign companies and nations as an asset in the confrontation. A cyber war is already taking place, and it will likely increase as sanctions bite. Cybercrime itself could become a vital source of income, exactly as North Korea uses cybercrime to get around Western-imposed sanctions. Thank you, Michal. Fascinating as always. As things stand, we can already see the early signs that credit card fraud originating in Russia is on the increase. Many Russian fraudsters are newbies, trying to earn money following job losses. They are taking advantage of the professionalization of fraud tools and their availability on the dark web. As the war in Ukraine drags on, the likelihood of cybercrime being weaponized is also already apparent. Credit card fraud especially is likely to grow as Western financial sanctions squeeze the Russian economy, with the state now requiring new sources of income. Online payment fraud targeting Western nations is the ideal option, which is why advanced fraud solutions are now more necessary than ever before. That's the end of the Darknet Summary. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune in next month for the latest episode of the Darknet Summary. Our blog at nethone.com also contains a wealth of expert analysis on the dark web and anti-fraud issues in general, so feel free to check us out. If you wish to contact us regarding anything you've listened to or have general suggestions for us, we'd be delighted to hear from you. Send us an email to contact at nethone.com. Music